Hello, my name is Sarah Jane Smith and I'm a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. This technique achieves the deepest possible level of hypnosis. This unique way of hypnosis is a very powerful tool which can help people with mental, emotional and physical trauma. This therapy is so powerful that all you need is one session. You can get answers to all of your life questions. First, we'll get an understanding of what caused the issue so that healing can begin. Expand your consciousness and remember who you truly are. Are you ready to unlock the potential of your soul and free your mind? Hello and welcome to the iconic Dot Connect, the news show. I'm going to start this week with the theme of just because someone has letters after their name or some bloody fancy title doesn't mean they have a clue about what they're talking about. And that covers the whole range of topics, including those that say academics and scientists and people who claim to be intelligent. There is no conspiracy. That's the world of natters. Well, in 1993, I published a book called The Robots Rebellion, in which I said that the plan ultimately was to delete all cash with fundamental implications for freedom and the outcome that the authorities know every financial transaction that you are involved with. Everybody's, no matter what it is. And, oh, no, they won't get rid of cash because cash was everywhere then in 1993. But then this week, I came across this headline in a British newspaper. Millions facing hardship with end of cash in five years. And they were quoting a guy who's involved in the, the ATM machines as saying that use of cash has dropped 40% since the pandemic. And of course, one of the major reasons for that was the, the criminal that runs the World Health Organization, Ted Ross, very, very early on said, you can catch the virus from money. So use cards. And the newspapers published that unquestioningly, but never explained why, as they emphasized, that you, you could get the virus from money, cash, uh, vapor, but you can't get it from newspapers. <laughs> And uh, so I was in a supermarket once 
And I was told that I had to drop cash in a, a little kind of container, which the person on the checkout held out. And then they poured it in like that so they didn't have to touch it. And I asked the staff, why are you doing this? Well, it's close to the virus. And I said, well, okay, so why are you selling newspapers then? Silence. Because these people with fancy titles and letters after their names, even at that level of apparent intelligence, you're dealing with repeaters. People just repeating what they're told without question and calling it truth and information. So over the years, I've challenged the whole spectrum of mainstream truth, reality, and again and again and again, it's turned out to be correct. And what I uh, wrote in a book called Everything You Need to Know But Have Never Been Told was this. There is no evidence to support the very foundation of scientific orthodoxy known as the Big Bang. We are asked to believe that 13.7 billion years ago, the universe was compressed into the nucleus of an atom that they called the singularity. Then, no one explains why or how, this exploded to create subatomic particles, energy, matter, space and time, planets, stars, ethyl on the checkout, the whole lot. American writer and researcher Terence McKenna said of the Big Bang Theory, as I quote in the book, what these philosophers of science are saying is, give us one free miracle and we will roll from that point forward, from the birth of time to the crack of doom. Just one free miracle and then it will all unravel according to natural law and these bizarre equations which nobody can understand but which are so holy in this enterprise. So, to this week and this story. Do James Webb telescope images disprove the Big Bang Theory. This is the Webb telescope run by NASA, which is more sensitive, particularly in the infrared resolution range than the Hubble Space Telescope. So the Big Bang is the entire foundation of scientific orthodoxy and how all this came about. What I've been saying uh, for the last, what, 20 years or so, and more, is that this is a simulation. And for that, you don't need a big bang, especially one that makes no bloody sense whatsoever. So this is what the story is, is saying. And remember, these, this scientific orthodoxy that told you the fake vaccines were safe when they're lethal 
is the same scientific orthodoxy mind that has told you all through this period that the Big Bang is how it all started. So, what do the James Webb images really show? This telescope, far more sensitive, has been sending back images. And as a result, mainstream scientific orthodoxy has taken a massive gulp. To everyone who sees them, the article says, the new James Webb Space Telescope images of the cosmos are beautifully awe-inspiring. But to most professional astronomers and cosmologists, they are extremely surprising, not at all what was predicted by theory. And that's what science is, basically. Theory repeated until it's accepted as truth. For no other reason, it's constantly repeated. Everyone knows that, mate. Well, I don't. In the flood of technical astron uh, astronomical papers published online since July 12, the authors report again and again that the images show surprisingly many galaxies, galaxies that are surprisingly smooth, surprisingly small, and surprisingly old. Lots of surprises and not necessarily pleasant ones. One paper's title begins with the candid exclamation, panic. Why do the images inspire panic among cosmologists, the writer asks, and what theories, predictions are they contradicting? The papers don't actually say, but the truth is that these papers don't report um, that the hypothesis that the images are blatantly and repeatedly contradicting is the Big Bang hypothesis that the universe began 14 billion years ago in an incredibly hot, dense state and has been expanding ever since. Since that hypothesis has been defended for decades, here we go, as unquestionable truth by the vast majority of cosmological theorists, the new data is causing these theorists to panic. Right now, quote, I find myself lying awake at three in the morning, says Alison Kirkpatrick, an astronomer at the University of Kansas in Lawrence, and wondering if everything I've done is wrong. And the more you awaken from just believing that these people in academia and science and medicine know what they're talking about, so don't question, just do what they say or believe what they tell you. Once that starts to uh, crumble, and it crumbled with me a very, very long time ago, you start to realize that the sense of normality that comes from what they are telling you to believe is actually nothing like the world actually is. So what the Big Bang Theory um, expected 
with this explosion. I mean, you look at science and, and cosmology, it's all about bangs and explosions and things banging into each other, all that stuff. Um, it's supposed to have exploded out and somehow created everything. And so they were expecting uh, mangled galaxies and mangled everything. Um, and what they call mergers as one thing hits another in the aftermath of the explosion. But that's not what these images now coming back are showing. Anything but. So the article says, if you believe the Big Bang story, you would at least expect some fender dents in the colliding cars. He uses the car um, analogy, but colliding objects. And Big Bang theorists didn't expect to see badly mangled um, or did expect to see badly mangled galaxies scrambled by many collisions or mergers. What the images actually showed was an overwhelmingly smooth series of disks and neat spiral forms just as we see in today's galaxies. The data in the PANIC article showed that smooth spiral galaxies were about 10 times as numerous as what theory had predicted. And this would, quote, challenge our ideas about mergers being a very common process. In plain language, the article says, the data utterly destroys the merger theory. And so, the panic among Big Bang supporters uh, comes from this because tiny and smooth galaxies mean no expansion and thus no Big Bang. The very foundation of scientific orthodoxy for how all this came about and what it is. All of which is a load of old bloody nonsense. Just as there must be no galaxies older than the Big Bang, if the Big Bang hypothesis were valid, so theorists expected that as this telescope looked out further in space and back in time, there would be fewer and fewer galaxies and eventually none. A dark age in the cosmos. But a paper to be published in Nature demonstrates that galaxies as massive as the Milky Way are common even a few hundred million years after the hypothesized bang. The authors state that the new images show that there are at least 100,000 times as many galaxies as theorists predicted, and there is no way that so many large galaxies can be generated in so little time. So again, no big bang. And there you have the very foundation of cosmology coming increasingly under question. Then you look at the fake vaccines and the fake pandemic and you look at the scientists parroting the nonsense about human-caused global warming, and you realize that people that have been 
held in awe for their wisdom and knowledge, actually are bloody clueless about what's really happening. And increasingly, science has been taken over by the global cult to simply become a propaganda arm for the global cult agenda. Then we have this story um, from this week. Um, one of the things that um, I've been pointing out, oh, you're mad, you are, is that the plan is to replace the biological human body with a far more synthetic version, for reasons I explained, going from human 1.0 to human 2.0, and that's why they're putting synthetic genetic material into people who accept the fake COVID vaccine. And thus we have, like I say, this story this week, Cambridge scientists grow synthetic embryo with brain and beating heart. So I left school at 15, never took a major exam in my life, and I could work this stuff out. But others were saying, who were much more intelligent, far more educated, that, oh, no, that's crap. That's not, that's not going to happen. But it is happening. Researchers from the University of Cambridge have created synthetic model embryos with brains beating hearts with the potential to grow other organs from mouse stem cells. Stem cells being cells that you can turn into any form of cell. The research is touted as a new way to recreate the first stages of life. All in my books way back. A team of researchers led by Professor Magdalena Zernika Goetz use stem cells to develop the embryo model rather than eggs or sperm. Stem cells are master cells which can develop into almost any other type of cell in um, the body. So to create the embryos, researchers mimicked natural processes to guide three types of stem cells found in early development of mammals until they started interacting. The researchers could get their stem cells to talk to each other by manipulating genes and establishing the right environment for the cells. From there, the stem cells organized themselves into structures that developed into beating hearts and the foundations of the brain. They also grew uh, the yolk sac, where embryos get nutrients from during their first few weeks of life. Um, and so, take that into account, and then um, let's realize that any scientific cutting edge that appears to be in the public arena is light years from the cutting edge of the same subject area and development um, in the underground bases and secret projects that the public never hear about until eventually they're played out, always the latest thing. So it's vital that we don't listen to these people unquestioningly because they'll lead us in a direction that, um, first of all, gives us a false explanation for everything. 
and also tells us that something's not possible when it's actually happening. And um, one other on this theme, and that is that Congress just admitted that UFOs are not man-made and says threats increasing exponentially. Now, of course, I've got a lot of ridicule over the years, just a bit, for saying that ultimately behind this global cult is a non-human force. Oh, he believes in little green men and reptiles and all that stuff, that nonsense you get from these people that bravely call themselves intelligent. Um, But increasingly, and there may be another reason for this, but increasingly it's now being accepted. Actually, there is a lot of activity that cannot be explained by human involvement. Anyway, the new spending plan for the United States intelligence agencies, bit of a contradiction in terms there, uh, includes a directive to the Pentagon to concentrate its examination of UFOs on the types of objects that the military is unable to classify. After years of discoveries of weird lights in the sky, first-hand testimonies from Navy pilots regarding UFOs, and investigations by the government, Congress seems to have conceded something unexpected in print. It does not think that all UFOs are man-made. Two shocking assertions were just made by Congress, but they were buried deep inside a report that was an an addition to the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023. This act is the budget that oversees the United States clandestine operations. Number one is that, quote, cross-domain transmedium threats to the United States national security are expanding exponentially. Now, what they mean by cross-domain is, in this case, craft that can operate in water, can operate in, um, in the air, and can operate in space. What people call UFOs. The second reason is that it wishes to differentiate between extraterrestrial craft that originated from humans and those that did not. Quote, temporary non-attributed objects or those that are positively identified as man-made after analysis will be passed to appropriate offices and should not be considered under the definition of unidentified aerospace undersea phenomena the document reads. The admission, the article says, is particularly shocking for a number of reasons, the most important of which is that as more details concerning the investigation of UFOs by the United States government have been made available to the public, a number of politicians have avoided claiming that the unidentified objects originated from another planet or another dimension. According to the description provided by the Pentagon, a cross-domain transmedium danger 
is one that may migrate from water to air to space in ways that we are unable to predict or control. And in July, the Pentagon made the announcement that it was going to examine these dangers by establishing the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. This may have something to do with a topic that was um, covered last year, uh, uh, titled um, U.S. Navy Detects Crafts That Travel Hundreds of Miles Per Hour Underwater Ahead of Pentagon UFO Report. So, suddenly, another scientific, academic, political dismissal, UFOs, little green men, is increasingly coming to the fore and being accepted as real. And two things. First of all, what are called flying saucers are flown by humans, the human military, particularly in the United States. This is well established by whistleblowers and others that what they call anti-gravity craft, um, that technology is known about by the American military and some others, some mentioned Germany as well, as well as some other countries. And therefore, not every ship that can do apparently amazing things and all humans can't do that actually has to be extraterrestrial. But what I, what I found interesting in that, that story there was the mention of craft from other dimensions. And that's what I've been um, saying all these years that this reality is actually being manipulated ultimately from other dimensions of reality beyond the ability of the tiny range of frequency that we can see. And so all round, um, these stories put together are telling us to open our minds to all possibility and not have them confined to what these scientists and academics and others tell us to believe. Because within that um, source of alleged information are massive numbers of lies and also lots of other information that isn't true simply because these people are repeating what other people higher up the hierarchy have told them uh, to say and woe betide you in your career if you don't say them and toe the party line the narrative line and another thing about it all is that there is a colossal difference between learned intelligence, what's called intellectual intelligence, and what is learned intelligence through the schools and the universities and all this, these other sources of information. Learned intelligence is what the system is telling you to believe. So this is where the repeaters come from. But there's another 
form of intelligence, which I'll call innate intelligence, which cannot be taught. You have it or you don't. And innate intelligence seeks out its own truth, seeks out its own evidence, and won't be told what to believe by these characters. And it's following the diktats and the perceived, perceived wisdom of intellectual intelligence that's got us into this mess and take the COVID nonsense for a start. And it's innate intelligence that will get us out of it. Digital IDs. We're hearing more and more about this as um, we move closer towards it. The whole basis of the manipulation is to divide us and is to get us to judge each other, to hate each other, to envy each other, to compete with each other. It's to confuse people, especially the young, about their gender who weren't confused before. That's what it's about. A lot of people don't carry cash anymore, and they're not grabbing credit cards either. Instead, they're using their smartphones. A currency that wouldn't be cash, it would be merely electronic, for which there are fundamental implications for human freedom. The United States is preparing for a war against Russia through Ukraine, and what they plan is to try to take Crimea back. The idea for this Third World War is to involve Russia and China against the West. The coronavirus pandemic started in China. Oxygen, medical supplies, and hospital staff. Stage one, you create a problem. It could be uh, a manufactured virus. You want a reaction and you want them to either say, do something, or you want them to accept what the authorities suggest must be done. So one of the agendas is to massively cull the population. They want to reduce the numbers. 